Hello and welcome to the Spanish Announce Table for the start of February. This is the first edition for uh, for February, and uh, well, there's a lot to unpack because we've uh, obviously right at the end of January, do we do a sort of? I, I mean, it, it just looked like they snuck the Royal Rumble in there without uh, without anyone really noticing. <laughs> uh, but you know, <laughs> um, and tonight it's uh, tonight you've got myself, Damien, and. We're joined by the ginger genius himself, Mr. Colin Barker. Evening, Damo. Uh, it's Tuesday, the 1st of February today. This is our record date. Uh, we've uh, enjoyed the Royal Rumble from Saturday. Parts of it were, were really good. And some things were bloody dire. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But let's talk about the show. Uh, first up on the Royal Rumble. Would you believe it? The Universal Championship, the SmackDown Men's Championship, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. And this kicked off beautifully. Normally the challenger would come down first, but actually the champion came out first, held his title up, and then what do we hear? The music from the shield. And Seth comes down from the crowd in the old combat gear. I thought, Come on, baby, light my fire. Just get in the head of Reigns again. And I think this is uh, the type of way that they're going to work Rollins through this. Now, in this fight, he, he put up a hell of a battle, but he was never going to win it. He was never going to win it in the no. month of Sundays, was he? No, no. But uh, the ending of this, you know, uh, Reigns gets Rollins in the choke guillotine. Uh, Rawlings actually gets to the ropes, gets his hand on the ropes, and Rawlings won't let loose at five. So he DQs him. And as far as I understand, this is the first DQ loss or the first loss in singles action for Reigns at a pay-per-view for years. I think Corbin was the last one to beat him. Absolutely yonks. And then the shellacking that Rawlings took from the chair shots and more chair shots and more chair shots. I think I've got to, it goes back. He hit him 11 times the first time and he went back and hit him another 10 times with the chair later. And I'm thinking. Has someone, someone booked his annual leave? <laughs> but uh, I did I did like one part of it where Roman went for the spear and that was counted and Seth put him in the pedigree. That was, I thought, Mm, nice, naughty, but nice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is the question: is where is this all leading? Because uh, I mean, Seth Seth Rollins is going on to uh, going on to the elimination chamber, isn't he? Yes, uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, last night on Raw, uh, I can tell you that the people announced for the uh, elimination chamber. Well, Bobby Lashley's in there as the Raw champion. Uh, uh, Brock Lesnar stuck his nose in, and he's in there. Seth Rollins is in there. And then we have Austin Theory, AJ Styles, and Riddle, who qualified. So that's your six. Theory, Styles, Lashley, Brock, Rollins, and Riddle. Now, the question is, we'll talk about it at the end, because we'll get through the Rumble, and then we'll talk about the consequences of the end of the Rumble show to how we're going to go Elimination Chamber. Does that seem fair enough? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right, second up, and a surprise for me, it was the Women's Royal Rumble. And uh, put it this way, after all the hirings 
and firings and more firings and hirings. <laughs> it's amazing where they found the 30 women. But, you know, they did. Big spots on this. Uh, Sasha Banks at one. And I thought, oh, they're going to get Sasha beginning to end on this. They're going to make her look strong. Yeah. Come back and stuff like that. In first, out third. What booking is that? You know, huh? I can't get it. You know. I know at times they've got to try and uh, keep things unpredictable, but uh, you know that, that was um, the, there's there's unpredictable and there's like there's that's just silly. You know what I mean? It's like Sasha Banks is someone whose return has been very much uh, anticipated. Yeah, and to be in and out like that, mm, yeah. I, I did like a costume. Very naval it was. Very naval, but we see all the legends, all the part timers. All the ones who've down the road and have come back for the one night payday, and you think, why? Absolutely. Uh, I'll give I'll give a few people in. Uh, Bel Air was in eighth, okay, and she lasted till twenty eight, so she got a real long way into the company. Uh, nice to see Michelle McCool coming back. I know the Undertaker was in the arena that day. Uh, Sonia Deville coming in at eleven was hilarious because then Cameron came in at 13 and Sonia came in and she came down with her jacket on and of course she's got the jacket on, she's not fighting. Went to the commentator's yep. desk, had a bit of a chat and call and uh, then uh, Cameron came in, one of the ex-Funkadactyls, one of Naomi's friends <laughs> and uh, got a bit of advice off the uh, the guys on commentary <laughs> and went over into the ring and absolutely... <laughs> Got rid, got rid of Cameron before we knew it. So Cameron came in thirteen, and she went out. She went out. Let's have a look. I've got her on here somewhere. Yeah, she went out pretty quickly. She went out number six. She was sixth out. You know, she came in at thirteen. There was that many of them in there at that time. And then Naomi came in. I guess it was out seventh. <laughs> Sonia Deville. No, so, <laughs> so uh, there was there was there was some little players in there, uh, like when. Uh, Ripley double drop kicked Carmella and Queen Zelina kicked both of the women's tag team champions out there. She does not have a, a tag team partner after Nikki Ash has got a little airwall. And it was great to see the Molly Holly interaction with Nikki Ash, you know, trying yep. to heal up uh, Nikki a bit more. I, I think everyone who I've talked to, one of their favorite bits uh, was, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, well, I'd say there, there was two. There was entrance number 20, uh, which was Mickey James with the Impact World Championship, and it was titled as that. And you had yep. to be very careful who got rid of her because it, if it was a quick in and out and a WWE, you know, current one chucked her out, well, I think that would have caused trouble. So it had to be sorted. And uh, unfortunately, Mickey James, she went out uh, by after a DDT by Lita. So she went out 18. Yeah. So fair enough. She had a time in there. and uh, yeah, She had a good run. Uh, the smile made me smile. Ivory came out. Uh, and this young yes. lady, she's a more mature lady, came out in a right to censor. And uh, yeah, uh, put a big <laughs> smile on my face. Ivory came in at 18. And she went out at 12. to me. She was just lifted over the rope. Patted on the head by Ripley. Now, like, shut up, get out of me. You know, and it, I and it worked. I love me some ivory. Like, uh, she was just uh, like berating everyone there on the way on the on the way down as well. 
Mm-hmm. So I, you wait, I just I just see a ring full of wayward girls. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, just giving it the whole sort of holier than thou thing. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. We had Brie coming in at 18 and Nikki Bella coming in at 24. And I think they may be setting up because we did see coming in at 25, Sarah Logan. Uh, this is an ex-partner of Liv Morgan. And I thought, aye, aye, we're going to have a tag team nudge up here. And anyway, the Bellas took out Logan at 16 and then Liv Morgan straight away at 17. Now, Liv, I thought, was going to go a long way in this. You know, Liv yeah. came in at six, was out at 17. So she had a bit of a time in there. But, you know, we didn't see Alexa Bliss in there. Uh, there was... Uh, a few others which they could have used. I know Aksana was behind the stage that didn't come through, and I understand there was one or two other women uh, ready to come through. No NXTs. I found out tonight that they tried to uh, that they tried to get Nia Jax back of all people. Yeah, and I think she would have told them where to shove it. To be honest, yeah, and, she she did. <laughs> she absolutely well, told them not a chance. <laughs> what got me? What got me in this? And this was a setup from the beginning. They brought Flair in at 17. And I thought, why is she here? She's a champion. You do not need a champion in a match like this. To which the relevancy happened when uh, one when later came out and there was a bit of funny play there. And also 28, the the Ronda Rousey, Rowdy Roddy Rousey came out at 28. And I thought, I know where this is going to end up. I know the last two are going to be all of a sudden. And just looking at your last six, this is your last six. Lita, Ripley, Baszler, Belair, Flair, and Ronda. Now, out of them six, I wouldn't have minded doing one. Yeah. But as soon as Ronda came out, I thought, you've got full-timer, uh, <laughs> Rhea, Shayna, Bianca, Charlotte, and then you've got the legend Lita and Ronda. And... Soon as Ronda walked down that aisle, I thought, "I know what's happening here." <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. the writing was the writing was definitely on the wall. It was it was Ronda and Charlotte at the end, and Ronda um, uh, lifted Charlotte over the corner, the top rope, and goes on to WrestleMania, probably to fight Charlotte. I would have thought. Uh, I'm not sure Becky's going to fight yet, but I'm sure that could be Banks, Belair, all these will be starting to set up. So I'm quite pleased about that. The Women's Royal Rumble I will say was the best rumble of the night uh, the men's was a bit of a dog feast so yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a bit, a bit of a dog's basket but we can't have anything but things to take out of it I, uh, there was a few little stories in there but where are they going to go creatively after it? I always thought the rumble was to set up a few rivalries all of a sudden, get things going. Yeah. Is this the Liv and, uh, and Sarah and the Bellas coming back? Uh, Nikki and Molly Holly, or is this just a one-off thing? And, you know, Shotzi, she came in. Where did Shotzi come in? She was fairly late on. Shotzi came in at 29, and she, and she went out at 23. She was hardly in there, you know. Yeah. If she'd have been in the last four, that would have promoted her so much. And the, the reason for these rumbles is to get your mid-carders, not saying they're going to win it, but you put them in there at a bit of distance of time, do a few good spots, and you're in there. So they get get people to notice them. You know what I mean? It's like you give them the chance to get noticed. It's like I, I would I would love to see Sarah Logan back. I uh, don't know if she's going to come back full time or not. But uh, I, I mean, is it Shotzi? 
I, I don't get why they didn't give her enough time to to showcase anything. It just seemed a little bit uh, seemed a little bit off. Well, I put Shana in at thirty, and I thought, oh, Shana's going to murder her and Rousey. I thought, oh, that's going to be good fun. But you know, yeah. Flair lifted out Shana and Bianca together while they were, were squabbling neither up. She took both of them out, and it's like, uh, you know, I wanted Rousey, Baszler, you know, kicks, you know, pulling each other's arms off and stuff like that. Didn't happen. <laughs> Did happen, but uh, ah well, that's that's the women's Royal Rumble. Have you got anything else you'd like to chat about on that? Like as, as soon as as soon as Ronda Rousey came out, the writing was on the wall for that one. Which, to be fair, I know it had been heavily rumored beforehand, but I was kind of hoping it. Uh, I was kind of hoping that wasn't going to be the case. Well, let's not worry about that. Uh, the next match out was the Raw Women's Championship, and it was Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop or Piper Niven, or Viper, as we prefer to call her. Because we'll always call Walter, Walter here on the Spanish and Else table. I'm not going to call him the other name. I'm not going to even, in deference, call him anything but Walter. You know, no, th- that guy. Th- I mean, thank- thankfully, since the, uh, thankfully, since the trademark was dropped, uh, Gunther Stark is not going to be a thing. Gunther no. maybe, but Gunther Stark yeah. isn't, thank- thank- thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice little touches. Uh, Piper. Viper, Dewdrop, come out in the tartan, and I'm sure it's one of her costumes she wore when she was in the UK. Go around and see. It looked absolutely lovely. It brightened my off. But she could do some sentons. I can Dewdrop catch oh, And when she hits him, she splats him, doesn't she? You know, <laughs> I, I felt sorry for poor old Becky. You know, there was, there was some lovely transitions. A sleeper uh, by uh, and a belly-to-belly uh, on Dewdrop after a transition to a, like a crossbody attempt. Really nice. Uh, and a nice drop kick from the corner by uh, Big Time Bex on, on Dewdrop. You know, absolutely beautiful. Took her off her feet. And uh, that sentence by Dewdrop in the middle of the ring that got a two. And I thought she, she'd, she'd just got a little off centre off that because, you know, I thought, oh, there's probably a rib broken there. <laughs> Flipping <Right>. egg. <laughs> Uh, nice little uh, disarmer by uh, Bex on Dewdrop. That she transitions uh, to the arm bar, and, and that was really nice to see. Uh, I enjoyed that. But once you give someone the size of Dewdrop the opportunity to start running out, out around that ring, Avalanche in the corner, yeah. followed by the cannonball, and all I was thinking of was Will Cruz at that time, you know, thinking, yeah. I can just see Will doing this. I can see Kevin Owens doing this, and Dewdrop does it. And she does it perfectly. It's a lovely move, and it and it and it, and it tailors to her a body size and a ferocity. Absolutely fine. Absolutely loved it. I mean, speaking of uh, speaking of Will Cruz, apparently this Sunday he's making his WWE Network debut as part of the uh, ICW. He's uh, he's getting his ICW debut this Sunday on the uh, on the network. Well, I'm quite sure I will be watching that. Absolutely. Um, I, I love how uh, Piper also uses a head as a weapon, multiple headbutts. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> so you know, some of those. Yeah. Like, I'm just, really... I'm just thinking. I'm just waiting for out. Is she Samoan? No, she's Scottish. <laughs> 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 you, know, <laughs> you know, oh, absolutely fine. Uh, there was a lovely leg drop from the corner by Dewdrop, and uh, that really worked well. But the only way Bex could get 
uh, Dewdrop in that be- uh, pump handle slam of Becky's was for Dewdrop to climb the ropes and then she could uh, carry it off. And it worked. Yeah, a man handle slam by Becky from the second rope uh, whilst Dewdrop was climbing in the corner. One, two, three. Uh, yeah, I thought Dewdrop put up a good effort. Uh, I would still say she's mid-carder. She's heading upwards, but you've got to think. After Bel Air, Banks, uh, uh, Becky, Charlotte, you know, you, there's not a lot after that, is there? No, there's no. not a lot. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're going to propose anyone, well, you've got Liv Morgan, but I'm not sure what they're trying to do with her. Uh, you've got Alexa Bliss still sat in the psychologist chair. You know, what's yeah. going on here? Uh, Naomi, I was sure they're going to send her, if she was going to win the Rumble, she would then go on with the bloodline. That's what I'm thinking. Rhea Ripley's up there. But then, what have you got? Shotzi and Shayna, you know, and they're keeping yeah. them back. And I think, why? Let them go. Let them exactly. bloody get at it. Unleash them. Let them, let them do their thing. Right, and you know, it's 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 not hard, is it? You know, they 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 talented stars, and they're just being tethered. They're being like tethered to the ground. Well, we were writing our predictions last week uh, about the WWE, uh, the Raw Men's Championship, uh, Brock Lesnar with Heyman versus Lashley and MVP, and we we said there might be some type of squirreling on this one. There might be some type of funny facing on this. And guess what? There was a big heel turn in this. Absolutely. Um, well, who'd have thought <laughs> Lashley would win? <laughs> you know, you know. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he didn't just win. He won the championship as well. Uh, well, as soon as the first ref bump came, the ref bump in the corner as Lashley and Brock are in the break of the corner, knock him down, I thought. Aye, aye. I know where we're going with this. And as soon as the poor blighter gets up, he gets a second one. The F5 by Brock on Lashley. The, the, the feet of Lashley take out the ref again. And at that point, I think, I know what's going to happen now. And out trots uh, Roman Reigns uh, to give old Brock a bit of a shellacking. That was after Heyman uh, passes uh, the Raw Men's Championship to to Reigns and I'm thinking aye aye it's all been a dupe Heyman's the worm has turned back uh, to Mr Reigns and I'm thinking here we go and then uh, Lashley covers Brock Lesnar and Heyman walks away with Reigns and I'm thinking great storytelling but it was convoluted um, and they had to get the title of Brock but then the question asked is, why on New Year's uh, on New Year's Day did they give it to him? You know, they didn't need to. Yeah, they absolutely exactly. didn't need to. They could have. They I mean, could have left it. Yeah, the, I mean, they, they could have put the belt on any of the other people in that match, in that four-year match, or just yeah. left it on Big E. But they they decided to complicate things. Um, I think that may have been out of. Um, out of worry about what the consequences of advertising Brock Lesnar in a match and not having Brock Lesnar in a match, but they yeah. they could have went around that many many different ways. You know, it's not like there was short appeal backstage or anything. I mean, yeah. actually, actually, I say that, but I say that, but uh, yeah, I, 
hey, could you imagine? Could you imagine, right? If instead of that, instead of that uh, title match there, in back on day one, they they just open the door and uh, and and Tommaso Ciampa comes out. Tommaso well, Ciampa versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, that would be uh, good to watch, but I don't think we're going to see it soon somehow. Next, uh, Miz and Maurice, all in red, versus Edge and Beth in blue. And, yeah, nice little vignette from the lot of them, but, uh, you know, it just filled time as far as I was concerned. Uh, some nice little, uh, nice little, nice little bits in it, but, you know, I just it's, didn't get it. Yeah. And I hope they're not going to run with this till WrestleMania. I, I honestly hope this is the end of it, but <laughs> I don't think it is. I think they've got to carry on with it. <laughs> you know, a lovely double spear by Edge and Beth on Miz and the double glam slam for the win. And nah, did nothing it, for me. It, did nothing for uh, me. Filled a bit time, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we come to the disappointing part of the night, uh, the Men's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, of most uh, reporters and podcasts, it's getting it's getting a good kick in. I put it this way. I didn't think it was that bad, but it, but it was convoluted, shall we say. It's been it's been it's been universally panned. It's been like it's you know it's been like Neil deGrasse Tyson in the kitchen. It's been universally panned. Yeah, well, your first four guys out. I was I was feeling happy. Styles, Nakamura, Theory, and Robert Roode. And I thought, here we go. These are good four. And then Robert Roode is out first, coming in fourth. I thought they were going to make him look strong. But no. Yeah, that's all right. He, he was a jobber. He jobbed in and out. I couldn't believe it. And then uh, Montez, Damien Priest, Sami Zayn. And in number nine, Johnny Knoxville. Give him his due. He got a few. He got a few little blooming kicks and sort outs in. But, yeah. you know, he went. He went over there and he got thrown out by Sami Zayn. And Sami was chuffed to bits. I think that made his day. Only for AJ Styles to then the next person out was Sami Zayn. With with all these celebrity tie-ins, it, it's like what? Just let them do their promo and leave the wrestling to to the wrestlers. If they're gonna if they're gonna be in for if they're gonna be in for a particular amount of time, I mean, it, it's like I mean look, we we've we've covered Tuesday Night Titans before, right? Where we've yep. seen Cindy Lauper there, and that was an extended program. That actually went somewhere. It wasn't like it wasn't just a case of, oh look, let's let's quickly tie in this movie and then sweep it under the carpet for another twenty years till they do another one. It you know, it was like Drew Carey back in two thousand and what was it two thousand and one? Oh, it was Drew Carey years ago, years ago. Yeah, it was. It's, it's like there was there was no need. You know what I mean? It was a, no, not really. They're just filling yeah. a spot and they're taking someone's spot. Like no Finn Balor. No Cesaro in this. Look like them two are down the bloody road. Uh, in at 11, yeah. seven foot three Obos. And I'm thinking, oh my God. Anyway, he choke slams Ford out of there. And he and the chest slap Obos did on Ricochet uh, nearly knocked the poor lad out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it took a while, but Obos was out eighth where they all ganged up on him. Chad Gable got the gang together. They got him near the ropes. And then Styles went, ran the back to the rope. Came back, phenomenal for him. Gets his tag team partner almost out of there. To be honest, I can't see almost going anywhere. I think 
he's got to be stuck or they've got to, sit, they've got to give him his, his pink slip. Because without Styles, you know, all he could do is that one slam and that's it. And it looks pretty precarious the way he does it as well. It, it's the it, it's he's, he's the human equivalent of a tech of a tectonic plate. He is might be spectacular to uh, to look at, but there's the interest wanes after a very short time because yeah. it doesn't do much. It moves very slowly. Uh, in at number fifteen was Corbin. Yeah, and uh, this is his seventh Royal Rumble, which did surprise me. It, it, I th- I thought seven. He's had seven of these, but anyway, he he, he did a lovely choke slam on Theory. I must admit, and a deep six on Dominic, and hello, uh, poor lad. <laughs> you know that's all right. And then threw Dominic out of there. Uh, you know Dominic in just to make the field up. Dolph Ziggler is a second. Uh, you know the the person who's been in the most Royal Rumbles apart from Kane. And Kane's in a one. Ziggler's second. He's been in 15 Royal Rumbles now. And, you know, yeah. good on him. You know, he didn't last long, but, you know, he, he, he stayed around for a while and he was eliminated later on. I'll come on to that. Uh, Sheamus, he was an eighth Royal Rumble. He came in at 17 and he actually won it 10 years ago. So uh, he, he, I always, he, he just came in after Ridge Holland had got out. So that was a bit upsetting for the lad. But, you know, the one that surprised me coming 18 in the singlet, in the red singlet, was Rick Boogs. Hello, where's yeah. all the denim gone? You know, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you his due. Boogs, he looked Freddie Mercury. He looked like Freddie Mercury, didn't he? <laughs> and, uh, and he did that one-handed military press on Gable and eliminated him. That was really quite fun. Um, yeah. In at 20, Riddle. And 21, McIntyre. Great to see McIntyre back. And uh, he close-lined uh, Moss and throws out Corbin. Got rid of the pair of them, which was really nice. Uh, in at 22, Kevin Owens. And I thought, is this Kevin Owens' year? It would really be nice to see Kevin Owens win it. And at this point, I'm thinking, he's got a chance. Uh, Unfortunately, at 24, Kofi came out and there was a lovely spot where Kingston uh, is eliminated because he he, he gets thrown over the top rope and supposed to land on the barrier without his feet touching the floor. But unfortunately, the cameraman caught it beautifully, his feet touching the floor. So that was it. Out the door because he was supposed to, I understand, have a bit more play with Big E in this, but uh, that didn't happen. Otis looked powerful in this. I thought he came in at yeah. 25. But what what really got me was Big E came in at 26. And he did knack all. He did yep. very little. Did nothing at all. Because no. his, his mates, Kofi, had gone. And, of course, all that's gone out the blooming plan now. And we can't do that. 27, big pop for big, for Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny did a lovely crossbody on Sheamus. Uh, and then he did a hurricanrana, and that Canadian destroyer on Riddle, wow! <laughs> he swerved a broad kick uh, and, to, and a kick to eliminate Sheamus, and in six one nine, Mysterio and Bad Bunny eliminate Ziggler. You know, absolutely great. You know that guy's got talent, and I know when we saw him at WrestleMania, you know he he kept his end up absolutely in that. Uh, but he's one of the exceptions to the rule I was uh, mentioned about uh, celebrity tie-ins before, you know, I mean, it's like, cause he's, he's actually embraced it wholeheartedly and uh, he's, you know, and he's got some, you know, he's, he's got some talent about him as well. 
and he's con- <laughs> and he's continuing to pursue it. It's not like he's just sort of turned up, make a fool of himself, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Twenty eight. In comes Shane McMahon. I'm thinking, why, why? Is it just Shane wants a, another WrestleMania moment? Oh, God. Oh, he's, he's, and getting, I just, he's getting one. And an Elimination Chamber one as well. He's booked for both of them there, unfortunately. Oh, well, we shall wait and see. 1929, St. Louis is on. Randy Orton comes in. And I'm thinking, fabulous. You know, it's Randy's day. But then at 30, out comes Brock Lesnar. And I'm thinking, this is absolutely crapped it up you know you yeah. look at your last four ah or your, your last sixer randy bad buddy riddle shane drew and brock and it got down to brew uh drew and brock and you knew that drew that drew wasn't going to win you knew that lesnar was going to have him this time but yeah we you know, we, called, we called it last we called it before the uh before the show we called it about two weeks before the show we did <laughs> i didn't we didn't know about bad buddy but we thought that someone will be losing it uh, for 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 Lesnar to win it. Now this goes on, as I said, to the Elimination Chamber, and now they have booked uh, the Raw Championship. Um, yeah, the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber: Lashley, Lesnar, Rollins, Theory, Riddle, and Styles. Now, why? <laughs> why put in a guy who's just gone uh, for? A match against Rollins, uh, against Reigns. Yeah. Why do you put a rematch for Lesnar? Is it just for the numbers? Is Lashley an interim champion? Is Theory going to get murdered? Is Riddle going to get murdered? And is Styles going to get murdered? <laughs> yep. Because in the Elimination Chamber, two start, and then every five minutes, another one comes out. Now, you've got to think uh, that probably Lashley will start it off as champion, probably. Uh, against one other, but Brock will definitely be the last one out because yeah. if Lesnar's out any early, he's just going to cream everyone else, isn't he? Now, exactly. If if this is about putting the title back on Brock, why? You know, he had yeah. it in the beginning of January, and all of a sudden you convoluted away for him to lose it, and now you're going to get him back. But then he he sorry told everyone on Monday Night Raw he's going to fight Reigns, so we're doing a unification here. I don't have a clue. You know, it's all, it's all gone up in the air. And they're even saying now, they don't have a clue who's going to be in uh, the Raw Men's Tag to, uh, the Raw Men's Championship match. You know, they, uh, they seem to have this fixation. It's going to be Reigns and Lesnar. Yeah, that'll sell. Absolutely. But if you hadn't been pratted about a day one with Lesnar, you could have uplifted someone else. You imagine a Styles versus uh, Rollins for WrestleMania. You imagine a uh, Riddle versus uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, that's what people want to see. You could hype it. Randy goes, Randy goes, hail again. Absolutely fine. It, it would work. You know, Rollins, Rollins is presently he's getting more face than heel. You know, he's getting in that little golden area when you can be as bad as you want, you're still getting cheered, you know, and that's fantastic. Yeah. You know. He's going into the coil corner. He certainly has. So who do you think is going to win at Elimination Chamber then, old fellow? Um, I've, I've, I've got a feeling that, I've got a feeling that it's going to, I've got a feeling that it's going to be Brock. I don't want it to be, but I've got a feeling it's going to be, I would like to, I would like to see be, 
be someone like Rollins or even even like even like just Austin Theory shocks everybody, you know, and like everyone else punches themselves out, then Austin Theory comes and just takes the uh the selfie. You know, just takes a sneak uh, takes a selfie in the sneaky win, yeah. This reminds me of the ladder match where uh, Styles fumbled the case and Otis caught it. And we all went, yeah. what? <laughs> you can't give it to him. <laughs> and then he ended up losing losing a match against the Miz, I think, uh, for the championship yeah. anyway. But is it time they won't do anything like this with WrestleMania a month away? Well, uh, not at all. I can, I can only see it's Lesnar, Rollins or Lashley. <sighs> That's all I can see. I can't see any more. I mean, realistically, what they want to be doing now, creative-wise, is stop concentrating on the week-to-week shows right now until they they want to basically book Mania with you know and like book a single a single set of stories for everyone who's going to Mania back to you know back to where we are now and solidify the storylines in some way, shape, or form. Solidify the angles because. Uh, at the moment, I mean, there, there's unpredictability and there's just absolute nonsense. And yeah. this is straying very close to absolute nonsense. And they're 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 fire. I think they're they're firefighting rather than, uh, you know, rather than trying to actually create a compelling story and TV a TV program. See, uh, for the mentor rumble, I understand they had Brom Breaker behind there. They had Walter down there. They had Champa back there, and they had a, a few other, a few other guys, and you send out Shane McMahon. Yep, um, <laughs> and, and no Cesaro, no Finn Balor. Rumours are Finn's asked for his release, and it was refused. You know, and <sighs> a bit like I mean, Mustafa I'm... Ali, he wasn't in it. He's asked for his release, and they've said no. So yeah, they've they've kept a hold of Kendrick as well, haven't they? Yeah. And I'm thinking, why? How old's Kendrick? He, he he must be forty-five. Oh, he's 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 knocking on a bit. Like he's knocking on a bit, and I think it's. I mean, he's he... he's a very good asset to the company, but um, only if they're only if the environment is right for his skills to be used properly in. And unfortunately, at the moment, it isn't because it looks like everything that WWE's doing now and every plan that they have is built on a solid foundation of sand, dry yeah. sand at that. Yes, it's, it's it's going a little TU, I can imagine. Uh, but they keep going, and we, we shall quite happily see uh, the Elimination Chamber. And the date of the Elimination Chamber is Saturday the 19th of February. Uh, it's at, uh, well, it's, it's, it's 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. So this looks like, uh, well, we'll probably see it about 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, possibly. Uh, I think that's where it's going with us. So we might have it early evening, which will be even better. So yeah. let's just cross fingers with that and see how it goes. Because if it's, it's like midnight, party. It, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if it's like eight o'clock in Jeddah, you know, it's going to be like four or five o'clock here in the UK, uh, and then taking it back uh, to the USA, which would seem, which seem canny because. We can get absolutely drunk as skunks at tea time, you know. And it's not yeah. often we can do that for a pay-per-view. But, of course, with a big proviso, it's in Saudi Arabia. We can, but the people in the arena can't. Yeah. Put it this way. Uh, 
which which wheelchairs are they going to roll out this time? You know, oh, you know, Goldberg take no, Hogan no. I want to say that uh, that random sumo wrestler that, that brought in that time because the, because someone wanted Yokozuna to be there twenty years after he pegged it. So I don't know. It's a... <laughs> oh, shocking that is. Anyway. Uh, that's what we set set up for. So our next probably a little castle be uh, just after Elimination Chamber in Jeddah on the 19th. But we've had a caddy night here uh, talking about the Rumble and setting up the Elimination Chamber. You know, I'm happy. You know, we're over the Rumble now. But the road to WrestleMania is ahead of us. Rousey's got to pick a champion, and I think that's going to be this weekend. And uh, Les has already decided he's going to face race. So that's the Royal Rumble, boys and girls. And this is where we go, and this is where we go from here. We go into a little bit of a break, and then we'll be back with part two in, uh, in, in a few days. See you soon.